Happy Monday, y'all. Welcome back to the Bibles, Babies, and Business Podcast. I've been so excited for this particular episode for a long time. I've been hinting about it for a long time. Today, we are discussing five brain-healthy habits to help you improve your mindset and have more success in your online coaching business. I've been I've been, uh, for the last several weeks or even months, talking just here and there in different episodes about different things that I'm learning about the brain that I've been implementing in my into my own routines about the brain. And I'm just been really excited to dive in and just open up an entire conversation focused in on the brain. Because here's something that I'll elaborate on more in the episode, but I want to go ahead and share it with you right now. Something that has become abundantly clear to me over the last several years is that the brain is the single most important organ related to the success of your life. And I don't believe that we as humans, we as a society, or we as even people operating within the medical space are thinking enough about the brain. You hear people talk about mindset and mental health, and yes, all of those things are so important. And what is what is the one organ behind every single mental health disorder? The brain. Let's talk more about the brain. So that is the the inspiration, the heart behind this episode. I feel that the Lord has revealed so much to me over the last several years about the brain in general, about my particular brain, how my particular brain works. I'm so excited to dive all into it. So let's do it. Hey coach, welcome to the Bibles, Babies and Business podcast. Are you ready to get more consistent, high ticket clients in your online coaching business without having to go through exhausting flops launches? Are you constantly searching for podcast episodes, looking for that key to unlocking $10,000 months in your business? Do you have big dreams of becoming debt-free, going on more family vacations, and staying home with your kids? But right now, your business isn't even breaking $2,000 a month? Hey there, I'm Cami. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, before I was known for being a high-ticket sales expert for online coaches, and before I founded my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which offers some of the best marketing and sales strategy in the coaching industry, I was just your average online coach struggling to get by. I didn't know how to get clients, make consistent money online, or get out of the painful cycle of living paycheck to paycheck and drowning in debt. And to make matters worse, my husband and I were struggling through years of infertility and needed tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. Oh, and on top of that, student loans and credit card debt. Needless to say, financially, we were a sinking ship. My business needed to make money. My family depended on it. That's when I discovered the art of how to close high ticket sales. And the best part, you don't need thousands of Instagram followers or ever have to struggle through another duct taped Instagram launch ever again. In this podcast, you'll find practical sales strategies to use in your own coaching business, biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, and a healthy dose of tough love. Because one thing you need to know about me, I don't sugarcoat it. My ultimate goal is to turn you into an absolute powerhouse at selling your high ticket coaching online. So you can be a blessing to your family, a blessing to your clients, and create life-changing impact for the kingdom of heaven. So grab your Bible, your laptop, and let's get to work. Because you were made for this. 
Okay, y'all, before we jump into the nitty gritty here, I gotta tell you, as I'm recording this today, it's Monday as you're hearing it, it is Friday as I'm recording it, I'm still feeling not quite 100% from COVID, okay? So if you hear anything kind of funky in my voice, that is what's going on. Please extend me some grace. I am here. The show must go on. I'm excited. I am privileged to get to record this episode for you today. But if you're wondering, you're like, man, I just can't put my finger on it, but something's a little different about camming today. It's the Roan, okay? That's what's different about camming today. <laughs> so that being said, let's dive in. So little backstory, if you're new to the show here, in 2020, I had the amazing opportunity to go get my brain scanned at one of the Amen clinics. Now, um, this is not the typical scan that one would get at a hospital after maybe somebody had a concussion. This is a scan that specifically shows blood flow and activity throughout the brain. It's called a SPECT scan. Now that's called S-P-E-C-T, SPECT scan. And it's becoming more and more popular within the psychiatry industry, within the mental health industry, and in the brain health industry. And it was really um, pioneered by a man named Dr. Daniel Amen. Now, if you aren't familiar with him, he is absolutely somebody that you should be following on social media. Now, I am not a, you guys know this about me, I am not a fan of consuming content. I believe, especially if we're going to be content creators, we need to be more in a creative space, putting content out there rather than consuming a whole bunch of other people's content. However, Dr. Daniel Amen's content is a person that I have continually absorbed his content. It is fruitful content. It is helpful content. And it's content that has really helped me learn more about myself. And I believe that it can, uh, his content can really help you uh, experience breakthroughs in your life as well. So he is somebody I would definitely go follow him on Instagram. And I don't say that lightly because again, I don't really want my clients or anybody listening to the show to be absorbing a whole bunch of other people's content. You need to go absorb his content. Okay. Now, Dr. Daniel Amen, he is becoming more increasingly popular, especially after some of his clients or his patients, I should say, have come out publicly saying that they're working with him. So um, just to name a few of his patients, uh, Miley Cyrus, Justin Bieber, Khloe Kardashian, Kendall Jenner, multiple NFL players. He has scanned the brains of many a high profile uh, celebrity, athlete, musician, artist, creator, Um, many people that like we see in the news, we see on TV, he is for many of them, the doctor behind their brain. Now, um, I didn't see him particularly. He has many clinics all over the country. I went to one of his clinics and had my brain scanned and Dr. Daniel Amen brings a whole new perspective to the conversation of mental health. And if you listen to his books or his podcast, you'll actually hear him say that he does not like the term mental health. He believes that it has, um, I believe uh, he says it has this stigma behind almost this negativity around. And he says mental health. And he says that he actually prefers that we talk more about brain health. And here's why he believes that your mental health or your mind is a direct reflection of your brain. 
Meaning, if you're struggling mentally, it's not that you have a character flaw. It's not that you're a bad person. It's likely that your brain just isn't functioning the way that it was designed to do. Now, if we take that concept and we apply it to the people in our life, all of a sudden, we see people through eyes of grace. In other words, hey, this person responded to me in a way that was really mean and hurtful. Instead of judging them and saying, wow, they're just a mean, bad person, challenging it and as Dr. Eamon would say, coming at it from a place of being curious rather than furious, hmm, I wonder what inside of their brain is not operating the way it's supposed to be. And if there is an organ inside of this person's body that is not functioning the way that they're supposed to, and as a side effect of that, they reacted to me in a way that was really abrasive, all of a sudden I can look at them with eyes of love and grace and through the eyes and the lens of Jesus rather than, oh, they're just a bad person, right? So this this makes sense that behind our mental health is the brain being the organ that drives our mental health. Makes sense, right? Like this is all adding up. Except for the fact that Dr. Amen used to be ridiculed by his colleagues for submitting that perhaps, hey guys, before we treat a person's mental health, maybe we should look at the organ where mental health originates from. In, in other words, he was submitting to his colleagues that, hey, before we give somebody a prescription that is going to alter their brain chemistry, or give them a slap a diagnosis on them and put them in some sort of category, perhaps we should actually look at the organ first. One of his phrases is, if you don't look, you don't know. Psychiatry is the only branch of medicine that doesn't look at the organ they are treating before they are treating it. And I read or heard um, in one of Dr. Amy and Damon's um, content um, somewhere that around 80% of doctors actually changed the medication that they had their client on after they saw their patient's brain scan. So it begs the question, how many people are going to the doctor saying, hey, hey doc, I am, I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling, I can't focus. I'm feeling, um, I'm feeling sad all the time. And the doctor is handing them a prescription. And how many people are just walking around on the wrong prescription? putting a Band-Aid on something rather than actually getting down to the root cause. And over the last three years of just me, the Lord just opening up this conversation and me being fascinated by the brain and how it works and how to make my brain better, what I've boiled down to is three main points. And I'm going to share them with you here. Number one, like I shared in the preview of this episode, your brain is the single most important organ related to how successful or how unsuccessful your life is. Now, that is success based upon finances, but that's also success based upon the success of your marriage, the success of how you are raising your children, the success of generations coming down before you. How did you, the way that you perceived your parents and now how your children are perceiving you and how their children are gonna perceive them, how, it, how successful or unsuccessful your life is, the organ that is relating to that the most in your body is your brain. And so it seems to me like we should be paying a little bit more attention to our brain and stewarding it a little bit better. That was point number one. Number two, and this is a quote from Dr. Amen: you are not stuck with the brain that you have. You can 
make it better. Now that's going to be a word of hope for many of us. It was definitely a word of hope for me because after I learned all these things about my brain, it made sense why I did the things I did. But I was also like, okay, but now what? Like, how do I improve this? Because now I understand that, oh, it's not a character flaw. This thing is just needs to be tweaked a little bit. That thing in my brain needs to be tweaked a little bit. How do I make this better? And so it's super, um, just a word of hope that we can learn about our brain. We can have awareness about where we're at and we can change the trajectory of where our brain is going to be five, 10 years from now. Therefore, and when your brain changes, by the way, just know that the people around you will notice when wives hear me, when you start to take better care of your brain, your husband will notice your children will notice because the people that are affected when your brain isn't working properly are the people that spend the most time with you, your husband, your children, the success of your business, your clients. So as your brain heals and um, is fine-tuned through diligent action steps, a few of which we're going to talk about today, your life is going to get better because the way that you think is going to improve and the people around you will only be benefited by that. And then number three, all of the information that is coming out about the brain is only confirming what God already told us in the Bible. There's multiple places in the Bible. We're going to talk a couple scriptures through today um, where the Lord discusses mindset. He discusses thoughts and Dr. Amen will even refer um, to a particular scripture that we're going to talk about here in a moment. Um, but everything about that's coming out about the brain, again, it, it is only confirming what God already said. The Lord created your brain. He knows the way it's supposed to operate. And so when it's not operating in the way that it's supposed to, because he was the original creator, it, it just makes so much sense that if we get back to living the way that the Lord told us to live, our brain is only going to improve. And one thing that I really love about Dr. Amen is that he's a believer, which for me brings a whole new level of trust that I have in the research that he is presenting. So let's go ahead and just go through this. Um, before we go through the five different brain um, health habits that we're going to talk about today, I first need to lay the foundation for you and help you know that there are five primary brain types and then there's 11 different combinations of those different brain types, bringing you to a total of 16 different brain types that Dr. Amen has concluded. Now, um, it's super interesting because as I'm reading um, one of his books right now, it's called You Happier. He was discussing how, you know, there's a whole bunch of personality tests out there in the world. And I was even discussing um, personality tests a couple weeks ago when I was talking about how I, I have the, the powerhouse personality, which that's about to make a lot more sense to you here in a moment when I tell you which brain type I have. Um, but personality tests, again, where does your personality come from? It comes from your mind. It comes from your mental, your mental state. It comes from your brain. And so when you understand your brain type, it's like taking a personality test, except for you understand exactly why you are that personality type. So I'm going to read for you 
in a list format what the 16 different brain types are. And then I'm also going to put a link below in the show notes where you can take a brain health assessment from Dr. Amen. It takes about six minutes and you can find out what your brain type is. Now this test, um, what he explains is that, you know, the most accurate way to understand your brain is to go get your brain scanned at one of his clinics. Now that may not be possible for everybody. So the next best thing that he has done is he's gathered all this data from the patients that um, have undergone um, treatment at his, at his facility, facilities, plural, and he's put together this questionnaire to help people understand based upon answering questions, what type of brain you may have and therefore how to support your specific brain um, individually. So that brain health assessment will be down in the show notes. It takes about six minutes. It, I, um, I went and had my brain scanned and I took this health assessment as well. And it was, again, both of them super, super, super insightful to help me understand myself better. Um, so without further ado, let's just go ahead and jump in. I'm going to tell you the 16 different brain types. So brain type number one is balanced. Now balanced, um, is exactly what it sounds like. Uh, is the brain type that I believe um, is the healthiest. Now, the other brain types, they're not bad. Um, they're just different types of brains. So brain type number two, spontaneous. Brain type number three, persistent. Brain type number four, sensitive. Brain type number five, cautious. Now, brain types number six through 16 are a combination of brain types two through five. Okay. So you're going to hear me say a whole bunch of words like spontaneous, persistent, sensitive, cautious, and a combination of those different types. You're not going to hear balanced in there because it would be, um, it wouldn't make sense that somebody was both balanced and sensitive or balanced and cautious. Like if they're balanced then they're balanced. So let me just go through it. Brain type number six, spontaneous, persistent. Number seven, spontaneous, persistent, sensitive. Number eight, spontaneous, persistent, sensitive, cautious. Number nine, now this is the brain type that I have, and I'll tell you more about this here in a moment, is persistent, sensitive, cautious. Number 10, persistent, sensitive. Number 11, persistent, cautious. Number 12, spontaneous, persistent, cautious. Number 13, spontaneous, cautious. Number 14, spontaneous, sensitive. Number 15, spontaneous, sensitive, cautious. And number 16, sensitive, cautious. Now, I need you to know that this information, it's not mine. I do not own it. This is directly Dr. Amen's work. Um, and I uh, was listening to his book and was able to type out all these different brain types and share them with you here today. So, um, just want to disclaim that, that this is not my work. This is his work. And I'm just simply sharing it with you because it's had such a profound effect on my life. Now, let me tell you a little bit about my brain type, persistent, sensitive, cautious. Now, um, I really want to hone in on the persistent part. Um, this is really where, when I was learning more about the persistent brain, as I'm listening to his book, it was like he was describing me, <laughs> my personality as he was describing the persistent brain type. Now, from what I've learned about the persistent brain is that it tends to be very common in people in sales roles or entrepreneurship. I am laughing at the irony that I am a high ticket sales coach who started my online coaching business from scratch. Like this makes absolute sense for my life. Um, also, uh, persistent very much falls under the same category personality of powerhouse. So that lends itself to each other. Um, the persistent brain type 
uh, tends to be very hyper-focused on goals. They tend to have tunnel vision. They set their sights on something and they go after it. Because of that, I believe that they uh, tend to have success in their career. Now, there are drawbacks to the persistent brain type. Um, they can get hyper-focused on negative thinking patterns. If you ask my husband, that is me. Um, persistent brain types can be very like set in their ways. Um, they can get upset if something doesn't go their way. So flexibility is something that I really have to actively work on. Now I am, as I was learning about my brain type, it made all of a sudden so much more sense to me why the Lord paired me with my husband, who is absolutely the direct opposite of me. In fact, when we were dating my, my dad, who, um, owns a company that, uh, they uh, do a lot of work in the entrepreneurship space. And one of the things that they have people do is take personality tests. And Lucas and I took a personality test. And I remember my dad was hesitant to show us the results of it because we were so far on, on the very, like opposites of each other. He, I remember he, he was nervous that if we were to see our test results and see how opposite we were, that it would discourage us from wanting to be together as a couple. And he loved Lucas so much. He was like, I don't, I don't want to discourage you guys from being together. I just think that Lucas is amazing. You guys are just very clearly very different people. And, um, you know, after I've been learning more about my brain, it's become so much, a, so clear to me why the Lord paired me with Lucas is because I am very diligent. I'm very, um, hyper-focused and Lucas is as well. Um, but because I can be, might I even say vulnerably on this podcast, stuck in my ways or, um, have a tendency to, uh, be rigid. Lucas is very flexible. Lucas is very good at going with the flow. I am improving at going with the flow. If this adoption journey has taught me anything, it is that I can control nothing and I have no choice other than to go with the flow. So the Lord has been refining me and I am very proud of myself how um, much I improved with going with the flow. But it's something that I've had to learn. It did not come naturally to me. So again, just so fascinating about myself and then also learning of like why the Lord paired me with somebody who was so completely opposite as me because Lucas is strong in the areas that I'm weak. So now let's go through the five brain healthy habits that have helped me improve my mindset and has have helped me experience success in the online coaching business. I do want to say, um, I should actually say four. I've done four of these things. The fifth one I haven't actually done yet, um, but it's something that is an intention of mine here in 2023. So we'll go through it together. Number one, I've significantly reduced the amount of sugar and alcohol that I consume. Now I haven't cut it out completely. Like I don't freak out if I had a few grams of sugar every now and again, I'll have a piece of dessert every, I will have cocktails, um, occasionally, um, but it's pretty few and far between. Like I, I'm not a person that has cocktails every weekend. I'm not a person that has desserts every day. I used to be a person that had desserts multiple times a week. I really have reduced that. And, um, some people may look at that and be like, oh my gosh, that's diet mentality. Perhaps so. But what I've learned about the brain is that sugar and alcohol uh, do absolutely nothing for my mental health. They, they do nothing but hurt my brain. And because the brain is the organ that is most related to the success of my life and my relationships and my mental health, I don't want to do things that hurt it. So I haven't cut it out completely, but I have significantly 
reduced the amount of sugar that I take in and alcohol that I consume. If I want to have a drink on a Friday night, what I've been doing is I'll have kombucha. Now be careful because there are many brands of kombucha that have a whole bunch of added sugar into it. So if you're going to switch it for kombucha, switch your cocktail for kombucha, that's great. Just be aware of how much added sugar is actually in the kombucha. The brand GT kombucha, um, uh, from my knowledge, doesn't have any added sugar in it. Um, if I want to ha- sweeten something like my coffee, I love to have sweet coffee. I will use stevia rather than sugar or even um, Splenda. And Dr. Amen did this. Uh, he was sharing how he was testing a whole bunch of different types of sweeteners and stevia was the only sweetener that didn't have a significant change on the way that the brain was performing. Things like... Um, I can't remember all the other ones he tested. I think he tested like Splenda and other ones. Uh, they changed the way that the brain was functioning. So something to note there. So no, that was number one. I significantly reduced the amount of sugar and alcohol that I have. Number two, I take specific supplements to support my brain health. Now this is different for everyone and I need to have a disclaimer in here. I am not a doctor. I'm not a medical professional. This is what I take and what has been recommended for me for my brain and my brain type. Do not hear this and be like, oh, I have to go do exactly what Cammy's doing. No, I'm not your doctor. Your brain is probably very different than my brain. This is what I'm taking for my brain. Um, and this is not everything that I take, but this is um, specifically uh, a good chunk of what I'm taking um, that has been helpful for me. Magnesium. I take a supplement from Dr. Amen called GABACalm, um, which this is a direct quote from his website as to what GABA Calm is. GABA um, helps support the production of calming brain waves, correct stress-causing nutritional deficiencies, and promotes relaxation. The formula's key ingredient, GABA, is shown in studies to help increase calming brain waves while reducing, quote-unquote, anxious brain waves. So I take GABA Calm every single night. I take vitamin D. This is a new one. Um, I have some vitamin D in another supplement I take, but I've been adding in more vitamin D. Vitamin D, um, there is correlations between people's level of, I think it's it's actually um, depression. Like I think Dr. Eamon was saying that um, people who uh, suffer from depression, uh, there was a correlation between having like low vitamin D levels and a person experiencing depression. So I take vitamin D. I um, thrive in the sunshine. I don't thrive um, when it is winter. So I take that. Saffron. Saffron, um, again, a direct quote from his website, saffron is high in carotenoids and B vitamins that help increase levels of serotonin and other chemicals in the brain that are associated with depression. In fact, a meta-analysis of five studies found saffron extract to be as effective as antidepressant medication in treating people with major depression. Now, I am not somebody that has major depression, Um, My brain type, persistent brain type though, has been associated with low levels of serotonin. So I take saffron to help boost serotonin levels in my brain. Um, And then lastly, lithium orotate. And again, a direct quote from his website, lithium is a natural mood stabilizer that's been linked to greater social, social, sociability, sociability, happier mood, enhanced emotional stability among teens and adults and better memory and cognition in the elderly. So those are a few of the supplements that I take for my brain type. That was number two. I take brain healthy supplements that are specifically tailored for my brain. Number three. Now this is a direct quote from Dr. Amen. Don't believe every stupid thought you have. Again, 
Direct quote from Dr. Amen. Uh, we have around 70,000 thoughts a day. Now, if you think about that, 70,000 thoughts a day, there's bound to be an error in there somewhere. Wouldn't you think? Like if anything is going 70,000 times in a day, wouldn't you think that there's probably going to be somewhere where something goes a little haywire, right? Except um, we as humans, we, we often believe that the thoughts that we have in our head, like we believe them at face value without ever digging deeper or challenging them. And then we go out and live our lives as if all of the thoughts that we have are true. Hear me, friend. Not all the thoughts you have are true. Some of them are true. Not every thought you have is a lie, of course. But don't believe every stupid thought you have. The thought you have in your head, I'm a failure. No one's going to buy this. Oh my gosh, they're thinking about me. They're talking about behind my back. They're gossiping about me. All of those things that just plague our minds every single day challenge those thoughts. And here's really where um, scripture is coming into play. Um, second Corinthians 10, 15, we take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. Something that has recently come up for me that the Lord's put in my, um, in my view is the concept of neuroscience. And you guys heard me have conversation with, uh, the mindset and neuroscience coach inside of high ticket powerhouse, my program, Betsy Crony, she's a neuroscience expert. She teaches people how to rewire their brain from a biblical perspective. And that's what I'm meaning when I'm saying that everything that's coming out about the brain is just, just confirming what God already told us in the Bible. And uh, Dr. Amen, he says that he's not a fan of positive thinking. He's a fan of accurate thinking. And I was uh, watching a video from him the other day. He said that positive thinking is that you can have the third piece of cheesecake at lunch and it's not going to have any effect on you. Accurate thinking um, tells you the truth. And he um, has reflected back to John 8, 32, that when you know the truth and the truth will set you free. That's why he says he's a fan of accurate thinking, actually knowing the truth and letting the truth set you free. And of course, that's biblical scripture. So that's number three, um, not believing every stupid thought that I have and challenging my thoughts and not taking them at face value. Number four, and um, this is another, this should just be a Dr. Amen podcast, okay? All of, almost all of this is coming from Dr. Amen. Um, number four, this is something that Dr. Amen says that is part of his routine, and I'm working to make it a part of my own routine as well. Starting each day with, today is going to be a good day. And then at night, when I lay down in my bed, I will, and I'm not perfect at this. I'm trying to get in the habit of this. I will review my day in my head. I'll go back through my day in sequence. And I will look for evidence that today really was actually a good day. And, um, you know, Dr. Raymond says you can ask yourself, what went well today? What went right? What good things have happened? And I believe in this exercise, what he's trying to do is train people to not expect the worst out of a day. And at the end of the day, look for opportunities of gratitude. Look for things that went right. I love this. And, and you know, what I think about oftentimes, um, and I believe I said this in, um, actually, I think the, the last podcast episode when we were talking about the Bible study breakdown of Jonah is that many times humans, we get hyper-focused on the problem we need to be a little bit more hyper-focused on solutions. When we have a problem, let's acknowledge it because um, something that 
well, it's a direct quote. I won't say it right here because I don't really know who, I don't remember the person who said it and I don't want to quote something if I can't get cre- give credit to the person that actually said it. But the quote is related to accept your current circumstances. Like they are what they are, but don't be so focused on your circumstances that you forget that you can do something about it. And that's what I really love about um, problem solving. And that's why I say to be in the coaching industry, you have to be an above average problem solver because the reality is most coaches that enter this space um, quit their business. I don't have any accurate statistics for you, but I was thinking about this last night. I believe it's very fair to say that probably over 50% of coaches that start online businesses will quit within two years. Um, Less than 50% will ever have their first $100,000 and less than that will ever reach seven figures. Now, not everybody's goal is to have a six-figure, seven-figure business. What I'm trying to say though is that there were... Do you really think that all of those people that are quitting their coaching businesses are quitting because God told them to quit? Or do you think that they just gave up because they were so hyper-focused on the problem instead of hyper-focusing on the solution? And that's what I'm saying is that let's let's acknowledge what life is. If life hands you a lemon, acknowledge that, hey, you're holding a lemon, but also realize that you have, God has given you the ability to make lemonade. And so... Yes. Start number four, starting each day with today's going to be a good day and then training your brain to look for what is going right. And again, to piggyback off that, when you are faced with a problem, training your brain to look for solutions. Lastly, number five, and then we're going to wrap it up. This is the one that I haven't done yet, but is an intention for me for 2023. Writing out the goals that I have for my life. Dr. Amen calls this your mission statement for your own personal life. So writing out the goals I have for my life, things like, you know, what do I want my relationships to look like? What do I want my health to look like? What do I want my career to look like? My business to look like? What do I want my home to look like? Like the cleanliness of it. What do I want my finances to look like? Writing that all down, which I love. This this goes back to Habakkuk 2 to write the vision and make it plain on tablets. And then when we're writing down these goals, Then asking ourselves as we're going through our day, observing our own behaviors and asking ourselves without judgment, just asking ourselves, does this particular behavior fit my life mission statement? Does it help me reach the goals and the vision that I've set for my life? If it does, amazing, keep doing it. If it doesn't, change. And I love the practicality of this. I love how it's also can be tied back to scripture and again, Habakkuk 2, 2, write the vision, make it plain. Again, science is only confirming what Jesus already told us. And also like, it's not just Dr. Amen saying this, like there are countless other people. Um, the, the book, the atomic habits, the compound effect, All of this is boiling down to the habits of our life. I am a big believer that the quality of a person's life is a direct result of the decisions and habits they do on a daily basis. Now, sure, there are circumstances that you have no control of. For example, Lucas and I are experiencing infertility. We had no idea that that storm was coming. That that was something that happened to us, we had no control over it. But you know what? 
The world is full of underdog success stories, proving that the success of our life, whether that is the success of our relationships, the success of our finances, our business, our health, whatever it is, is not dependent on our circumstances. It's dependent on our actions, or should I say our habits? And so getting super clear on our goals and then reverse engineering our goals into daily habits is key. I want to re, um, just review this real quick before we end today's episode. The five brain healthy habits that can help you to improve your mindset and experience success in your online coaching business. Number one, reducing the amount of sugar and alcohol that you consume. Um, number two, now again, I'm just going to say this from my own personal perspective. I'm not a doctor. Don't come for me and say that I'm doing anything I'm not doing. Um, disclaimer, not a doctor. This is my supplements for my brain type. Um, I take specific supplements to support my brain type. Um, I care about my brain and I recognize that there's things that I can do to improve it. Um, like have more serotonin (laughs) in my persistent brain type. And so I take specific supplements to support that. Number three, Uh, don't believe every stupid thought you have direct quote from Dr. Amen. Number four, starting each day with today is going to be a good day. And then at the end of the day, looking for evidence that it really was a good day and essentially training our brain to look for what is going right instead of what is going wrong. And again, my piggyback off that is when life hands you a problem, acknowledge the problem for what it is, and then train your brain to be hyper-focused on solutions rather than problems. That will serve you so well in your business. And then lastly, writing out the goals for your life in all areas of your life, and then reverse engineering that down to daily habits, observing the habits that you have now and working to change them so that they support your overall goals. And as we all know, small habits done every single day add up to massive, massive results. Friend, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. This was a little bit different of an episode, um, but some one that I've been very much looking forward to recording for you. I would love if you would let me know down in the reviews, what did you think of today's episode? What do you think about the show in general? It is my honor to get to record this show for you. And every time that one of you leave a review, it helps me to get the show out to more people who need to hear this show. I was um, looking at just the downloads of the show um, within the last week and the show's downloads have really, really grown, especially um, since the first of the year. The Lord has just really increased the listenership of the show. So I also want to take this opportunity to say thank you for listening. And would you share this show with a friend, whether that's sending the link, whether that's sharing it to your Instagram story or taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple iTunes. I would so appreciate it. Friend, thank you. I hope you have an incredible rest of your week. And I hope this inspires you to go learn about your brain type down in the show notes. Click the link, take that six minute assessment and start working towards having a healthier brain. I'll see you in the episode on Thursday. Hey coach, thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear, even if it stung a little. Every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value-packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith, build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. And the number one way that you can support the Bible's Babies and Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. 
thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode.